This episode of Spells and Whistles contains discussions about needles and injections. Listener discretion is advised. You forgot to turn off the count-in? I have it on just on default because it helps when I'm doing composition-y stuff, but I, um, oh, when I start a new one, it's just on, and so I'm like, ready to record? Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, welcome to Spells and Whistles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a secondary location. I'm house-sitting for two dogs named... Maggie Describe is Describe to our listeners what your new background looks um, like. My, there is a, so there is a door <laughs> over my left shoulder, but it's <laughs> perceived as right, I think, in call. There's a door. Um, there's a fold-down bed. It's, a, I think, a full size um, with nice. a white quilted comforter on top. Um, my microphone is in the lower corner. Also, fun fact at this house, this is not something anyone can see in my background, but... It's a surprise tool. Um, This street has a bunch of peacocks that live on it. And there is a sign that I just noticed today when you enter the street that says, watch for peafowl. And it's really funny because like I did, I passed by this sign at least three times, but I actually noticed the peacocks walking around before I noticed that sign. So I woke up one morning and there was just a bunch of like mother and baby peacocks just like chilling in this court. And I was like, oh my gosh, slay. Um, and then they're, 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 <coughs> yes, Hazel, I know it's insane. Okay. All right. Sorry. So she's sitting on the futon and right here is a chew thing that I have for her. And so she's trying to reach it, but she can't. She can't get it from the ground. And I, I don't. Th- I. She won't do it again because she knows now she can't reach it. But she was trying to stretch her neck out so far that she was gonna get it, and now she's barking because she wants it. But it's too bad. It's gonna stay up here. Also, I'm in the process of moving, so I took out all the boxes that are in this closet behind me. So yeah, I was wondering like, why there was like a monitor yay. box on your bed. <laughs> moving, so fun. That that box <laughs> has been used like seven different times, and the little tab that you pull on to like open the top of the box is covered in like six layers of packing tape. <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks so bad. Okay, anyways. Did we have a question we wanted to 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 pull Meg up? Meg was or? pulling one up. I thought I'm trying to. Um, the question for the day. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize for greatness. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good double recording. <laughs> it's gonna be um, spicy. Okay. What's a what's some music that you're listening to right now that you think everyone else should listen to? Because the one that I've been recommending to everyone and their dog, mm-hmm. The Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess by Chapel Roan. Listen it's to so it. It's so good. So freaking good. So good. Oh my goodness. Not it's your cats. Very good. Your cats cannot listen. They will no. Your cats too will love it so much they just may knock over all of your vases <laughs> and dishware. So exercise <laughs> caution. <What>? Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> it's really good. It's a very good album. It's got jams. It's got bops. It's got anthems. Everything you could possibly want. I have been <laughs> listening to ever since it came out. Um, 
two things. One is very well known, and the other is maybe a little less known, although it's probably known to people in this podcast. Um, obviously, Unreal Unearthed by Hosier. Fabulous, fabulous <clears throat> album. So, 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 so good. Eat that shit up. Um, and also, the new Mads Buckley album is killer. She rated me while killer, Ben and killer, I were killer. on Thursday. I know. I love she it. Was losing my mind. And I ben love it. And just killed one of our Pokemon in a gym battle. So I was like, <laughs> I was freaking out and Ben was freaking out for two very different reasons. Amazing. <laughs> I, but yeah, I love Mads Buckley. Mads Buckley is so good. Also, the new EP by Boy Genius, the rest, is very good. Mads, I, I doubt you're listening to this, but if you are listening to this, because I know I plugged the pod after you popped in the other day. Um, Come play D&D with us, or any TTRPG. <laughs> We've played so many. I have an answer for this question. The thing is, is I don't really have like a, a great... I said I have an answer. I don't have a great answer, because I just have this playlist that I keep adding songs to, <laughs> and it and they're all songs that I like, but this playlist is like two years old at this point. So... The newest additions have been, I I like Hozier's uh, Unreal Unearth album. Uh, specifically, I'm very much enjoying Unknown slash Nth um, mm-hmm. because it's a good song. Um, I've also been listening to Sinners by Lauren Aquilina. <gasps> That's Ooh. such a good mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a she's a great so good. she's a great um, musician. And also, I've been listening to stuff by Juniper Vale who makes very oh. cutesy songs. And if you're interested, listen to Juniper Vale because I like their music. Juniper Vale. That's, I have not heard of Juniper Vale. I will look. Oh, uh, she picture. did a, she did a, a fabulous cover of singing in the rain, Ooh. which just sounds really good. Um, I've been listening to the song night fire. Okay. Um, most recently, but all her music is very good and scene. Um, I'm gonna be a huge nerd and I'm gonna recommend some jazz because I think that people should yeah, listen to more baby. jazz. Jazz uh, is chaos. Local healer. <laughs> jazz. Um, I'm recommending uh, a piece called Requiem for the Wanderer by the Benjamin Jetta That's a good one. Uh, quintet. It's really good, and their group is really good in general. So go listen to them. Jefta is spelled. J-E-P-H-T-A. How about you, Grace? Um, so I've been listening to a bunch of things. Obviously, like, Mads Buckley released a new album, so I listened to that. Um, Madeline May is another artist I've been following, and um, she released a, like, spooky season album. The other artist I've been listening to a lot of is Ren, who's, like, a British rapper. He plays acoustic guitar, and he ha- does, like, really introspective, like, dark heavy stuff but he recently did a song with chinchilla um called chalk outlines and it is gorgeous um and then specifically today i uh, i was listening to the ellery ward uh version of the joanna i Harkers love ellery because... ward so much sorry i have another one it's called garden gate by i don't know if i'm pronouncing this name right but on tiktok it's spelled monrovia Oh, oh, I know wait, two wait, of his wait, songs. Wait, wait, wait. What was it? Garden Goop? Um, he's awesome, and he's Garden Gate. That makes me. Is sense. this one? It's very <laughs> charming, and I like it a lot. Welcome, everybody, to Spells and Whistles. 
A D&D party podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been two weeks since we've recorded, so my recap is a little, like, sparse. So if anyone wants to jump in with things that I'm missing, you are welcome to. Um, my notes are so, so shit for, like, the last three sessions. I mean, because last session we had we had combat, and combat is really hard to recap in, like, a substantial way from... What I have was that um, Melwin cast blindness deafness on experiment number three, which pulls him out of his charmed state and causes more combat. He ends up leaving the fight after a few exchanges with the group, and uh, it ends up finding a paper note that was left behind um, by this experiment. The last thing is that a wooden puppet jumps out of its bag, runs to the house, takes Melwin's emotions away, and jumps out the window and disappears. Um, and I think that's where we ended. Yep. <laughs> Tis. So. I guess we'll just jump in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this puppet just jumped out a window, and now Melwin is back to the way that her friends found her um, when meeting her. For Id and Melon's family, I guess, because I don't remember where Myla and Auden are in all of this. I think they're still downstairs, because I know Melon's dad dragged her upstairs. Melon goes from, like, having that scared and sad expression that she had on her face as she was, like, crying while she was being hugged by her family, and it completely just drops into a neutral expression. Um, this is a detail that I never included when I gave Melon's initial description in Arc 2 Episode 1, but it's a detail that I added into the description that I gave to Maddie when we were getting our art, and I feel like it's relevant to add here, is that Melon has a very doll-like appearance, and now more than ever, I feel like that is relevant. So as this happens, Melon kind of like touches her hand to her head where she got booped by the puppet and just kind of goes oh not really how I thought that was going to happen on the bright side I'm not scared anymore that's not very funny in this context I realize apologies Okay. Why wouldn't I be? Um, Viria just kind of takes you by the shoulders for a second and just, like, deeply looks into your eyes and is kind of searching for something. He looks and looks and you see him, like, turn back kind of dejected and turn back to Kite and just go sit back next to Kite. They grab each other's hands. Is something wrong? No, you're just... No, of course not. You sure you're okay? Are you hurt? Sort of, but it has nothing to do with that. It's more from the shed exploding earlier. Do you... Are you missing hit points? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, um, Kite will cast cure wounds on you. Okay. <laughs> any, be any better? Melon just kind of gives him an awkward thumbs up. <laughs> um, they just kind of sit there, I think. Melon will look past her parents and look at Id and go, How come you were running? Um, the puppet. Where did it 
come from? Yeah, what was that? It seemed like it came out of my bag. Hmm. Weird. But do you know this puppet? Furia's looking for, like, anybody. Like, does anybody know this puppet? Melon said that the first time um, when she was alone the first time it came and did some giving and did some taking. I think more taking than giving, but... You guys are gonna go find it, right? Are we? You have to. He's, like, kind of looking at it, like... Trust me, I want nothing more than to completely dismember that fucking puppet. I, I don't... I have no way to track it. I don't know what its name is. I don't know if that's its real form. Magic is weird. You can say that again. There's always somewhere to look, you know? Curious to know what might change, though, because the only deal I made was to help find you. And I did. So then why did it come back? You know about as much as I do at this point. Great. Sorry, meta question. You said that the only stipulation was that this thing help you find your parents. How much help did it give you? Because not that much, I feel, but maybe that's just for me and my perspective. <laughs> yeah, here. it seems like it actually did nothing. <laughs> so I think you should um, review the contract with that guy. <laughs> I'm taking corporate issues right now. I know how that works. <laughs> Is there a written contract somewhere? I, I don't know. That's just... I, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, it kind of sucks a little bit. I don't know, Anastasia. Is there a written contract somewhere for this? Uh, Sorry. No. Sorry not to derail the emotional conversation. But I'm just like... If you wanted a written contract, me. you should have specified that in your backstory, which I, you did not. Whoa. So there is not. Whoa. specified that in the whoa. contract. <laughs> Look, it's not on me now. No okay. one was 12 when she made this deal. She was 12. So I, no, I think it totally makes sense that there wouldn't be. Like, she's 12 no. and she She didn't know just, it was going to happen. Of course not. So, uh, no, I don't think so. I think you just kind of talked to it and took its word. Like, I think you should argue with it next time and say, hey... Um, oh yes, the emotionless child deal. should argue <laughs> with the entity that took those emotions away. I mean, That's from going a logical perspective, so well. an agreement was made, and mm -hmm. you know, oh like we'll be your lawyers. <laughs> anyway, sorry not to derail the emotional conversation, but I'm just like, <laughs> now wait a darn minute. Okay, well, when you don't know where to where to start with a problem. The beginning is always good. Myla, are you upstairs? Um, that's a great question. Auden, are you upstairs? I'm pretty sure they were both downstairs. I'm pretty sure we were too. Looking around. I think Auden was flopped out yeah. on the grass. And then after seeing it run that's around, she might go inside. But I think she's gonna stay downstairs probably. So yeah, we'll say she's downstairs. Okay. Okay, here's my question. Because I think Myla's very much in the same boat. But how long are they taking upstairs? Because if it's been like five minutes, Myla don't got patience. So she'd be like, <laughs> what is... She would essentially just be like, hi, what's going on? Oh, okay. And then like back up. 
a little bit. Like, when she realizes they're having, like, an intense conversation, but just be like, cool, uh, we'll be downstairs if you guys need anything. <laughs> I fucking Bye. Vera's <laughs> actually like, yeah, we need your yeah. thoughts. Oh, okay. Like, my thoughts or, like, our thoughts pointing downstairs to Auden? Everybody. Sure. Okay, so we're having a meeting. Or like a like a little like like a get together like a jamboree, like a jamboree, right? Okay, cool. Um, I guess. Auden, come here. We're having a jamboree. It's time to um get up off the ground. I think she'll kind of poke her head around like the beginning of the stairs and say, "We meeting uh jamboreeing up upstairs." <laughs> I think so. Okay. So, come on up. Okay. So. I think Virio stands up and, like, Kite stands up too, and it's just like, we need, we need you guys to figure this out because we can't do it. We could, but I don't think we're going to be very successful. So, we, we need you guys. And, like, very specifically is looking at, like, the adults in the room who are, like, Id, Auden, and Myla. And is like, we need you guys to do something about this. Kind of motioning toward Melwin. Not in a rude way, just like a, this, like, Melwin's thing kind of way. Hey, no, I'm kidding. Puppet came yeah. back, so emotions are gone again. Oh. Oh. Okay. Did you find anything outside? No. Not really. Well, we didn't see if if she dropped anything. We didn't see if she dropped anything, right? Have we done that yet? She has a syringe that she dropped that Melvin like put down on the floor nearby <laughs> that had like purple and black magic in it. If you want to look at that, true. Yeah, but did we, there's that. Did we, like, investigate the area for anything else that might have been dropped? Or was it just, like, a, I just, I can't remember. I don't think we did. I just don't have my notebook with me, so I don't have. I think, I think you took a quick glance at, like, because you have detect magic up still, I believe. Uh, Melwin has. Or maybe Melwin does. Uh... And that's how you could find the syringe, but the rest of her stuff is kind of still buried in her clothing, and I don't think anyone has looked through it. I think you verified with me that it was there, but I don't think anyone's, like, dug through it. Perfect. Then Myla is going to... I don't know if that's something we could just, like, say that... Sure. When this was happening, Myla would love to go and take a look at that clothing and any other belongings. I'd say loot that body, but it's just a pile of clothes. (laughs) And powder. Loot that dust. Okay. First of all, I will need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, great. If you touch the powder. 12. Which is nearly impossible in this. Yeah, 12. (laughs) Okay. Once, one time for the next minute, you get one free use of any meta magic option. Whoa! Woo! Damn! Because I touched the powder? Correct. Dude, give me a towel on some of this. Wild I was about to say. That sounds lucky. That's, yeah, that, that seems sounds... like. 
Okay. Interesting. Okay. Matematics are so can good. I, can I look through... Fireball on the house. <laughs> can I look through uh, stuffies? We just fixed it. Yes. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. 22. Um, you find her clothes. You find 25 gold pieces. Um, you find the syringe. And you find a blank piece of paper. I, if this isn't, if, okay. So I, fi- I find these items. I think the first thing I do is I take the syringe and the paper. And I do, I'm not looking up the meta magic, so hopefully it, it works. I'm just going to use it because it's for a minute, right? I'm going to twin, I'm going to twin spell, identify on both of them. Good use of that. Oh, yeah. Sick. I just think that, like, just, like, focusing on this, of this, like, I want to know what these things are right now, and I can feel this extra magic in me where I can feel the sort of spell able to redirect itself multiple ways. I think that one in each hand, she casts Identify and just tries to get information on both the items at the same time. This is on what? I'm sorry? The syringe syringe and and the piece of paper. So the syringe is with Melon, because she was holding it. She tried to talk I about it. I thought you set it aside. But it was upstairs with her, because she Got was holding it, it and when she, until she wasn't invisible anymore. Um, and then when she got picked up by her dad, she was still holding it as he carried her upstairs. Got it. My bad. You can go upstairs, grab the syringe, and do the same thing. For yeah. sure. I would do that. Yes. So you twin spell cast identifying both of these things. Um, the paper comes up with nothing. Uh, meaning it is not a magical item. It is a piece of paper. It was also not created by a spell, so it's not made of magic or anything like that. Um, It's a blank piece of paper. Um, The syringe is definitely magical, though the syringe itself is not. Um, The syringe is just a regular regular one. but the stuff inside your identify spell tells you that this is a heavily modified necromantic version of a revivify spell that is just condensed into a liquid um, and can be used to bring someone back to life. Um you think that if it is used, it probably causes some kind of curse um, on the other side of it. And the curse is dependent upon the person because it has to react with that person's like biology. Um, but it is always some sort of like person affecting curse and causes detriment to them in some way. I like... I know that's kind of what a curse is, but like it, even know that much, it doesn't like. There's not like a list of effects. It's just like what's what's going to hurt this person the most, mm-hmm. essentially. This is very homemade, and it feels like holding a bomb. It's stable enough that it's not gonna like explode if you drop it or something, but it could just flat out kill somebody. So. Um, if not used correctly, so that's kind of what you're <laughs> what you're looking at here. Uh, Milo will take the syringe and place it 
fairly carefully in the way that tinkerers and calculated people place something carefully and less of like a more like finessed touch if that makes sense and folds it in her clothes puts it in the bag of holding holds a piece of paper it's like i don't why do they just have blank pieces of paper this is freaking stupid um and sho- shoves that in her pocket um rewinding back or i guess not rewinding fast forwarding to where we are now um no not really well i did um i did find this like you know the shot that you found the syringe the shot um mm-hmm. it's like mega heal juice like if someone dies um it can bring them back to life um but they'll probably be like cursed or something really bad and that's um, what the black magic is for yeah so it's something like that um although it's better than being dead in my opinion so um that's in my bag so if we ever need it let me know I don't love that Anastasia is giving us a resurrect spell for free. What do you have planned? It's resurrection for free and it's at a cost. not really for free. It's, I was going to say, <laughs> part of me is really tempted to be like, what if we build this into Xander's claws? That way, like, if someone needs revived, he could just like puncture them. This is no. Listen, I don't. <laughs> you know, with your identify this. spell, that this is a one-time thing. You would like probably just cause harm with the like less amount of the thing like you have to take the whole no amount. yeah no it would That's be, why it would be a one-time there. use i'm just like but what if it's in Xander? oh i could just like poke <laughs> someone with his claw i thought you were trying to like use like the minimal no. amount so you could resurrect oh i was like that's not how this no. works <laughs> incorrect i'm not that there are laws goofy. there are rules or xander <laughs> could inject it into somebody that we just want to kill again Bring him back Ooh, with one HP and we just kill him kill. again. Yeah. Wow. Kill them with just kindness. For Here, let's, kill them let's, with let's... kindness a second time. That's not killing them with kindness. That's just You're torture. Right. Kill them yeah. a second time. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> just torture. Killing with torture. In my Argnong era. <laughs> Welcome to Spells and Whistles, where we kill with torture. Um, <laughs> that's our kindness, apparently. <laughs> anyway. So that's what we found downstairs since no one was really there. The paper was blank? Yes. And it seems to be just a piece of paper. Um, so do with that what you will. Can I see it? Yeah, absolutely. Here. It takes it out of the pocket. It's It's got a little like. Yeah, Vario takes it. Dust on it, like metal shavings on it. <laughs> dust it off. Here yeah. you go. Uh, Vario takes it and then kind of. Uh, goes over to a little like Bunsen burner and holds it over the Bunsen burner enough to heat the paper, but not like burn it. Um, and some words show up. Uh, <gasps> not all paper. of them. Not all of them do. Some of them have been like rubbed out or are too dirty to tell what they are. Um, but he can he can tell that it's probably all of their names. And then just says your next targets at the bottom, um, but it, it takes it away from the flame and then hands it back and is like, I mean, it goes away with without heat. Um, but I don't know, maybe do it's they, handwriting or something that you know. Do they take it away from the flame 
so that we can't see the next target? Or is that one of the things that's blocked out? It just says your next targets and then Melwin's family members' names. Oh, okay. Understood. I thought it was the names and then next target. So, okay. Is it just the four of them? Yes. Hmm, Interesting. Because He'll other... show you what it looks like. He's not trying to like keep it secret or anything. He just is like, everyone has to come gather around the Bunsen burner, I guess, if you want to see what it says. Because they already, if they're with the group that came after Melwyn, they already sent people after Melwyn, and they already sent people after your brother who was doing stuff with Purple. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Lenin, did you... Do you remember anything else? Like what you might have seen that would send people to kidnap and or kill and or both? I don't know. I think the stuff from school is going to be harder to get back. Makes sense. It'll probably take a while. It must have been bad though. Your friend Kia went missing apparently. He did. According to your notes. Hmm. Maybe he saw something. I'm still kind of figuring out where everything is here on the dry land, but if we need to figure out what's going on with the puppet, and we need to figure out what's going on with people coming after your family, is there a way we can walk where we can do both of those things one on the way to the other probably i'm pretty sure we can just i mean we'd kind of have to go back the way we came i think right it's the way we came right um but it's definitely doable um Let's try and not get Mind Flayed this time, maybe? I like that plan. What? I do, too. Oh, we had this run-in with this Mind Flayer. It was like this whole thing. I wasn't gonna tell them. I wasn't gonna tell them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. Yeah. Can we, um, talk with Melon for yeah, of course, of course. But just, like, don't go, like, in that direction without someone who knows. Yeah, got it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you guys yeah. go talk. <laughs> Bye! I think, I think, I think as you guys are going downstairs, <laughs> who has a, pa- does anyone have passive perception over, like, 15? No. <laughs> nope. I got negative okay. wisdom. You think I have a high passive perception? No one Not- can see shit. Just the... <laughs> He just kind of pulls Melon back for a second. He's like, please don't. Please don't go with them. That's really dangerous. But it already happened. Please don't. I don't. I goop in my head. That's fine. Different goop than Ed's goop. Gross. But I had goop in my head. You You shouldn't go. Why not? I mean, they seem capable and everything, but. can't they can't they're not gonna win against a 
mind flare, right? Oh, he already took care of that. It said he was leaving. Uh-huh. What did I name this thing? Arius. Thank you. His name is Arius. <laughs> that was so fast! I have I'm like it's in my lots notes of somewhere. Secrets in my brain. <laughs> I should know the name I gave it. I don't. <laughs> Same thing happened with Melon's family. I didn't remember which one was the wizard. I made them. <laughs> okay, I. Pretty sure we left anyway. You're just you're you're fourteen, twelve. I don't know. I don't know either. That's so dangerous it's fine it's fine what 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 meaning what i don't see why you're worried of course of course i'm worried okay i we just got you back you know oh I suppose that would... Ah. I think he just starts- he just starts walking downstairs. Did I say something wrong? No, it- no. We should go. Um, he comes downstairs to Id and Myla and Auden. And yeah, Virio. It's like I, I know you, Milo. You wanted me to take a look at your firearms. Yeah, I, I'll need some time. Okay. A couple days at least. All right. Sounds good to me. Do you want help? I can help you. Sure. Okay. Yeah, of course. Bran, Lona, and you guys set up extra beds and they just go and get there there's like a ton of pillows and blankets upstairs uh <laughs> so you're sleeping on the ground but you've got pillows and blankets Myla, expand the house again you'll have more space <laughs> <laughs> for one minute of the night it's you got you got arm space um they move the like couch kind of out of the way and the dining table so that there's like space on the ground um and they set up like a place for all three of you to sleep as well. It's like a sleepover. Uh, what's a sleepover? Well, I'm sleeping under the table. So I don't really know because I've only had like one before. Um, But you like sleep all together and you like play games and stuff, except we don't have to play games if we don't want to. But like everyone sleeps in the same room and you can like stay up all night talking if you want to. Um, some people tell, like, secrets, or some people, um, like, talk about themselves, or some people ask other people questions. It's, in theory, really fun. So it's called a sleep... Especially for people who want... Over. ...to know, like... Yeah, a sleep because over, because you're... sleeping is over, because you're instead talking. I think the actual connotation actually comes to be usually over at somebody else's house, but I think that that can be, yes, exactly. Um, but I think that the sleeping is kind of over if you talk all the time. So, um, yes for both, I think. On a nods. I'm going outside. 
<laughs> it doesn't smoke, but he he should. He really just said, "Fuck that." I'm out. <laughs> I need a I need a smoke break. I love, <laughs> I love you so much. Oh my god. Why does um, it like nice things? <laughs> he just doesn't want to listen to Auden and my like giggling back and forth all night. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Okay. Just imagine Virio so, coming down in one of those sleep caps, like, guys, it's three a.m. Be quiet. You say <laughs> you say coming down the bedroom. All of the bedrooms are oh, on the right. same. They're all downstairs. <laughs> you're yeah. sleeping like at most ten feet away from the master bedroom door. <laughs> so true. Sorry, carry on. Um, <laughs> too silly. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> so, with your help, it will take four days to make the non-working gun work at a lower uh, damage rate because the average uh, pistol in D and D five e is a one d ten. This would get it working to a one d six with the same uh, properties. It would take an extra week and three days to improve it to a one d ten, so that. Altogether, it's going to take two weeks for this non-working gun to be up to D&D pistol standards, which also has the properties ammunition, a range of 30 to 90, and then um, the loading property as well. It would take a week to make the first gun be plus one magical, if that's something you're interested in. And in that week, he could also show you how to make your own ammunition. Oh, that's actually... If people are okay with that, I would love to do the plus one magical and figure out the ammunition with that. Is it something we could discuss out of game of me, like, bringing it up to standard of the D10 pistol, like, on my own time? Is that something that we could talk about later? I'm assuming it would be an yeah, extended period uh, and, like, I'd need to work on it for a certain number yes. of, like, hours in game. But Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely, you can do that as, like, travel downtime kind of kind of situation uh if you'd like Amazing. but the magical ability for your working gun mm-hmm. um will take about a week the ammunition is and he can't teach you how to make the ammunition it's expensive mm-hmm. uh it requires some boskite which is oh, easier God. to find here but not as easy to find in some other parts of the world okay um and just costs you a little bit of money every time you want to go get the actual materials, like, you know, like okay. the metal and that kind of For deal. Sure. But, yeah. Okay. If everyone is okay with spending the extra time, yeah, I would love to yum, yum, yum <laughs> in my mouth. Magic pew pew gun. I will also extend the... I will extend the plus one magicalness to other weapons as well if uh, if you also spend this week and you want to help do that as like your main activity for this week. Oh yeah. Myla is like full boot camp is like here ready to ready to do everything she needs to do to to do this um, she's here and queer and ready to go bitches mm-hmm. so she would love to like just like spend some time learning and 
talking and taking everything in. I think the only time people actually see her is like when... Who am I? I'm working on this with Virio. Yeah. When Virio is like, okay, I need to go take a lunch break. And she's like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go take a lunch break. Um, any other time she's like there. So that and then during sleep overnights, she is yeah. doing that. Does anyone else want to improve their weapons? I'd like to improve my weapon. Do I need to make an intelligence check to do so, though? <laughs> Um, sure. That oh. sounds like fun. Oh, that wasn't me asking, can I pretty please? That was just me checking. But... <laughs> can I assist because I've made magical plus one weapons before? Can I like assist or like even just like sure. do it for Auden? <laughs> I don't know if you'll let me do that, but. I mean, you also have, you also, I think everyone's just got default advantage for like having Melon's parents help. For sure. So. 14. Great. Good enough. Yippee! So you get to pick your one weapon that gets to be a plus one. It's my hammer. How about Bonk. Id or Melwin? Uh, my Imagine using my armor, weapons. <laughs> uh, my armor got buffed already. My weapon is uh, infused by Myla already, so it cannot be further improved currently. That's basically that perfect. I mean, I have no. four daggers. Is, That's <laughs> is sorry. Yeah, Melon has, not... has four daggers, and she's never used them except to balance them on each <laughs> head. So okay. So Auden and Myla are gonna spend most of their time doing this, which means it and Melwin have some week long downtime in this little town of Rayrafell. If you want to do anything specific, now is the time. If Melwin would let Id. Um, Mel or Id wants to practice um, knocking Melwin's concentration on a spell out. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, he doesn't want to do it in ways that like hurt her too bad because her parents are here. And Correct. Like, yeah. Weird to just be like stabbing their daughter in the backyard. <laughs> um, it would it would genuinely have to like they would that not would let you use so any sort of funny. blades yeah, so against Melwin like, whatsoever. Using, it's gotta be like I think he's using, like martial arts and like his shield. Melwin um, does not understand great. what is wrong with that <laughs> at all. <laughs> but he uh like coming across the mind flare and also this person who's claiming to be experiment three using a lot of magic and especially p more powerful magic that you need concentration to maintain. He really mm -hmm. wants to um, Oh, wait, practice. hang on. Let me double check something. Does she not have yeah. any concentration spells? No, I have plenty. I'm 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 checking <laughs> something. Um I don't know if you have like a teaching check, but could Id teach Melwin how to better wield her shadow blade because that's one of the spells that she has. Yeah. And that's a concentration um, spell, so. Sure. I'm trying to think of what kind of um, the, like, downtime checks. I think that's, I think it's just, I think it's not a mechanical benefit other than it's just now fun you flavor. know. Fun flavor. Because a week is not long enough to, like, get a plus one to, like, a skill. No, right. I would, I would, like, 
there could be you could make the argument that with enough downtime, Melwin could gain proficiency with like martial weapons or something like that. But that's an above the table. Sure, we can definitely. Well, so we can add this to like you've spent a week in downtime doing this thing. Yeah. So if you continue to do this thing for like an extended period of time, kind of like Mila fixing her guns, like if you continue to do this thing yeah. for an extended period of time, we can talk about it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> You can only Anything imagine else? the conversation that happens when Melon goes outside with Aid and whips out a fucking sword right out of shadows. <laughs> Yikes. Um, the week uh, is up. Milo, you have your newly magicked gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also... So I think that, like, once Mila has, like, is working on her guns and, like, we've discussed, like, sleepover stuff, I think... We don't have to be, like, a full conversation, but I do think she would ask Auden more about, like, her home and where she grew up. And, like, do you have any parents, any siblings, like, anything like that? Just trying to get to know her a little more because she doesn't know a ton about Auden, just sort of why she is where she is. Um, so I think that just, like, kind of just being nosy, but is, like, <laughs> so, like what like what was growing up like for you and is like making small talk yeah so as far as like probably what myla learns about Auden, kind of her life growing up you'd learn that she is from saya which is a sanctuary and that while there are parts of saya that do go above ground a lot of it like above ground above the water there are like communities and colonies like deep 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 underwater too which is where she's from there's lots of like triton where she's from as well as some like water genasi other underwater peoples that live there um she would probably say like in terms of like family at least where she grew up family was not really like something that you tracked because everything was like organized by your school which is like the name for the community like they're split up into schools like like fish um and that like smaller groups were called pods and so like she would maybe talk a little bit about her school how it was cool because they had lots of like big archways that you could swim through that was really fun she didn't she doesn't talk a whole lot about her pod but she would talk about how she made a friend down there named Nador, that's spelled N-E-H-D-O-R for my note-taking buds. She'll talk about how she went really, really deep underwater one time, and that she liked it but didn't want to stay there. She doesn't talk much about that beyond kind of that surface level unless Milo would prod, and then she just kind of comes to the conclusion and then i eventually left and now i'm here on the dry land and that's kind of the stuff that she will explain to you perfect mm-hmm. uh Mila definitely like asks questions about like like what was your favorite arch that you used to swim under and like what was your favorite food like food like what did you eat and it's just like trying to absorb every little morsel of like understanding that she can and is like actively Mm -hmm. trying to remember and is like okay cool i have a silly goofy little bit of rp if we can do that (laughs) always 
Um, as Melman and it are training at some point, I just it's stretching or like warming up or doing something, and Melman is just very uh, out of the blue, just gonna be like, "My dads didn't want me to go with you." That checks out, but it also doesn't you know make why? Sense. Why? No, I'm asking because I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think that's a bad plan. Why is it a bad plan? Well, they did a piss poor job of protecting themselves from an attack. Yeah, they're not very good at that, which is interesting considering Dad kind of works with armor. Um. And then they want us to help rid you of this puppet thing that's influencing you but they don't want you to come with that's like sounding somebody to go get medicine and not taking the patient with you sure don't really understand the metaphor but okay I just thought it was weird well they're parents so are you okay We've been doing a lot of failing for the past month, and I'm getting tired of it. So then we stop failing. Let's not get our hopes up. Can't. Good point. <laughs> just, like, puts on his shield. Just, like... <laughs> wonder if Myla can fix your battery so we can zap it. We tried that once. It didn't work for very long. Battery doesn't hold any charge for very long. Well, that's unfortunate. It's alright. Hopefully I won't need it at all. Are you guys headed towards the... towards Kindir passing the tavern on the way? Yes. Yes. Is that the plan? Yeah. Is the plan? Because that's where... So just... I know we clarified this, but just in yeah. game as well. Going... To the tavern, and then going back into Kindir will get us to where Lonin came from in terms of like the magic went school. Went to school where he went and to went school. school. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's definitely our plan is to just sort of um, follow that trail. I think. Okay, you didn't pass the tavern on your way here um, because there is a shorter, faster path between Kindir and. Uh, rare fell but there is a secondary path that kind of goes a little bit more in a roundabout way but there is a very very tiny little town that is on the way so sometimes people stop so that they don't have to camp on the shorter road they can go towards like the tavern direction and just take like a little bit longer on their trip um so virio and kite are uh, Kite's like packing up like a lunch for Melwin, like some like bread and cheese and like apples and stuff, and like ties it up and kind of hands it to you, and then realizes that he should make lunches for the rest, and <laughs> just starts like hurriedly putting together the same stuff um, into little like pieces of cloth and tying them up and like handing them out, and being like, "Okay, so you're gonna fix you're gonna fix this. Will you come home when you're when everything's done?" No one? Oh, I was like, oh, is he asking all of us or are you asking yeah, me? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, probably, eventually. I don't see why I wouldn't come back home. Okay. 
and they're coming with. Yeah. Um, be careful. Okay. Virio comes and gives you a hug and then says, you know, we love you. Yep. Melon doesn't return the hug, by the way. She just kind of stands there. <laughs> he just sighs and steps back and then you are ready to leave. Melon will lean over to uh, whoever the closest person is, probably Auden at this point, and just go, did I say the wrong thing? I'm very bad at telling that kind of thing. So am I. <laughs> I think you should tell them that you love them, though. Even if you can't feel it, it's still true. Okay, dads, I love you. Melon walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Kite's like starting to silent cry. <laughs> they walk out the door. These poor guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> guys head out towards the tavern um we'll stop there and pick up on the next episode um Wowie. which for us is gonna be right now because we're doing a double record um which i'm very excited about because i get fun stuff ah. um <laughs> scary fun for fun fun for me <laughs> no stop <laughs> You're not allowed. I am DMing next Never. session. Never. It's me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> God, no. Incorrect. <laughs> you cannot overthrow. There is no. There is no union here that I have to abide by. Not um, yet. Not yet. Um. And yeah. Wrong. We will. We're the union. <laughs> Hello friends, Grace here. If you like what we do here and want updates and other silly goofy fun things, follow us on social media at Spells and Whistles Pod on Instagram and TikTok or at Spells underscore Whistles on Twitter. We also have a community Discord where we do D&D trivia, questions for the audience, and our Bo Sneeve count. And for those of you that are all caught up and simply craving new content, consider supporting us on Patreon. All proceeds go toward making the show even better. We've got custom homebrew feats, bonus episodes, tarot readings, and more. Thanks for all the support and happy listening. Bye. <laughs> we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Um, stick around to see what happens at the tavern. Okay. Bye. Ooh.